COVID cases are going down, monkeypox cases are going up, and your favorite podcasting duo is still here. Greetings from Los Angeles, and welcome to To Live and Try in LA. Let's get this party going! Yep, I tried something new with the intro, and so far... As of this recording, everything I said is true. COVID cases have been going down. Party Monkey on. Monkeypox is uh, on the rise. So Not a party. And we haven't broken up, as opposed to another podcasting duo. Some people just can't hack it in this business. Yeah, yeah. Success apparently can destroy great duos. But fortunately, that's not a problem we're facing with yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Yes, your ears do not deceive you. We are back again with another episode. I know I mentioned that we had uh, technical difficulties, and the difficulties were that technically we couldn't record an episode because we had other shit to do. Sometimes life happens. It's more just like, ah, shit, we can't record today or tomorrow, and then it's like, ah, you're pretty much gone the rest of the weekend, so fuck. All right. Push it one more week. Hey, here we are. Yeah, here we are, though. Here we are. So that's good. That's good. But anyway, uh, I am feeling refreshed with this break. I don't know about you, Tyler. How do you feel? Uh, You know, I'm feeling good. Uh, Had a good weekend last weekend. Yeah, okay. Could you elaborate on what you did? It seemed like you wanted to say something. My weekend was phenomenal. I went down to Long Beach to Midsummer Scream, a Halloween and horror convention. I mean, it's mostly just vendors like selling shit, which all you know conventions seem to be. Yeah, uh, pretty much. A ton of people in costumes. It was like Halloween in the middle of summer. Got to see some panels. The head guy at Halloween Horror Nights for Universal was talking about the upcoming season. Slash from Guns N' Roses was there to talk about the music for it. Went through some little mini haunted houses. Got to see a bunch of really cool scary masks. Yeah, it was a great time. Big news from that uh, Halloween Horror Nights is that uh, I think The weekend is creating a maze inspired by his music. That sounds like it's going to be the worst maze there. Far and away. Come on. Just uh, no, terrible. no. The weekend has great music. Come on. Is it spooky music? It'll have you headbanging. I mean, when Alice Cooper did a maze, it was awesome. When Rob well, Zombie I- did a maze, it was awesome. Well, this weekend, is, I feel like. It, I feel it's going to be awesome. Maybe next year we'll get Ariana Grande. A bunch of tiny little zombies with uh, high ponytails. Yeah, and those bunny masks. I'm in. I'm in. Actually, that would be <laughs> You don't need creepy. to convince. Yeah, right? It, like, uh, screw creepy. I'm just in. <laughs> uh, my form of mocking this by bringing up Ariana Grande has made a better idea than The weekend. Okay, okay, enough weekend slander, both the <laughs> artist and the two days off that we mostly get. But what you been up to, man? What's good? How did you enjoy the, the break? Well, like uh, we mentioned, uh, I checked out uh, Chinatown Summer Nights. It, w- it looked pretty well attended. I didn't really stay that long because, uh, unfortunately, my brother brought his dog and it got spooked because I forgot that, you know, one of the big, one of the hot items during Ch- Chinatown Summer Nights is the little, like, confetti poppers. These, like, cardboard tubes wrapped in foil you twist and then, like, a little, uh, like, ignition just, like, pops the contents inside. And it's just a bunch of confetti. It's fun. And you do it, you know, you set up enough, set off enough of them. And it's just a great time. And the sky just looks pretty cool with all the confetti falling down. But it freaks the crap out of the little dogs. So, yeah, you know, after he heard that, he wasn't able to calm down. At the end of the day, we just had to pull the plug just because, you know, poor dog. You know, I didn't want the poor dog to have a heart attack. And there's going to be another one coming this month in August. And then there's also the Moon Festival, I think, in September. So plenty of plenty of times to get out and enjoy Chinatown. Great uh vendors and live music and beer gardens and great food all that's still there and maybe i'd be more comfortable to head out that way now that covid cases are coming down a little bit hell yes be careful everybody that's that's just unfortunate about the puppy though i mean 
Those things, they're not as loud as most fireworks, but they, they are still a pretty good pop. So we have to call that off. But aside from that, I've checked out some great movies. I saw Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. It's How pretty, is that? It's a little twee. I mean, it's still a, it's a solid movie, but I felt like being in the theater, I felt like I wasn't as in on the joke as more of the people who were. I mean, it's it's a funny movie. I'm not saying okay. it's not okay. funny. It's just, I don't know, just the people that were there kind of laughed a little more intensely because maybe they were more familiar with the, you know, the, the beats. Because, I mean, it started as like a YouTube series created by Jenny Slate. And now she parlayed it into a movie, which is a good movie. It's a solid movie. I mean, it's on my to-do list. It just, I never really uh, figured yeah. out exactly what it was about. Once again, Tyler's monolith of a to-do list that... It is huge. It's just... <laughs> and it just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm, but <laughs> and, I, and I keep adding to the backlog, too. Like, I'm, I constantly add movies that are 30 years old to it. I'm like, oh, shit, I never did see that one. And nothing ever gets done. It's just a big old pile. I, I chip away at it. Just, just add it to the way pile. Way slower than I get than I add to it. Could have cut down in that list. Uh, you know, now we're, with the whole break during our hiatus, but yeah, I went outdoors instead. Uh, well, I pretty much stayed indoors. Well, not that's not completely true, but I did watch a lot of good TV. I'm still watching Only Murders in the Building. Reservation Dogs came back. I need to jump back into Reservation Dogs. Um, uh, what We Do in the Shadows is having an amazing season. Uh, I just finished The Orville, which is Seth MacFarlane's uh, Star Trek uh, take and it's been it's an amazing season yeah i've been hearing that too it's interesting i really did not have any interest in uh orville but then i was hearing everybody say orville is a better star trek show than star trek yeah it's the jump to hulu has definitely helped uh the episodes are a bit longer than an hour now but the time is well spent they develop the stories the episodes are great. Honestly, it's like watching little mini movies every time. Nice. Okay. So that's your recommendation. Go watch the Orville. Should I really need to catch up on uh, Westworld. I'm super behind on that. Yes, you're behind. And this is quite an amazing season of Westworld. Uh, there's also, you know, the final two episodes of Better Call Saul's. Just a great Great, just uh, wrapping up of all these extant storylines that fold into uh, Breaking Bad. Perfect. And yeah, I'm just curious to see how they're going to wrap Saul's story up now because most of it's uh, most of the back end or some of the back end is taking place in the present after the events of Breaking Bad. So, okay, so it's kind of like threaded, like it's weaved into Breaking Bad. Yes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I think that's pretty much. Hey man, uh, you're, you're forgetting. Stuff. Harley what? Quinn came back. Ah yes, that's right. Uh, season three of Harley Quinn. The new episodes have been pretty solid. I'm digging it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, yeah they they don't miss a beat. It's pretty funny. And oh, but yeah, that that does remind me. One of the big stories is the new. The not firings, but like big layoffs in uh, HBO Max. Apparently, after mm. the merger of Discovery with Warner Media, basically Discovery bought Warner Media. Okay, and now their plan is fold all the HBO Max stuff into HBO, or just basically they're trying to shrink it to just HBO. And a lot of it is we're getting rid of a lot of uh, HBO Max shows, a lot of HBO Max original movies. And it's they're basically they're just trying to reduce the HBO to maybe like one tab on their Discovery app, which I am feeling a certain kind of way about because HBO's got uh, some good stuff, though. HBO does have good stuff, but they want to kind of it seems like they just want to blunt HBO Max and maybe just in the future maybe just have like one app one streaming app and it'll be discovery and maybe the hbo stuff will be kind of just like a subsidiary of their streaming app which i find fucking annoying it's like i pay for hbo i want hbo i don't want all the bs that's on discovery like i don't want to pay for any duck dynasty god no you know third tier true crime tv shows or 
alien stuff or ghost stuff or alien ghost stuff. Some like no, family no, no. that's got 40 kids. Some whatever, like, I'm addicted to eating dirt kind of show. Like, no, no. I pay to watch HBO, all right? Yeah, I pay to watch quality HBO quality shows like Doom Patrol. <laughs> okay, let's not get crazy now. No, Doom Patrol's a great fucking show. I just wanted to wrap up uh, just what we've been up to because there's a lot of important stories to get to. One of them being... Uh, the Choco Tacos. You know, everyone talks <laughs> about these Choco Tacos. And my theory on a, lot of stu- on a lot of this stuff is the same theory when people were upset that the Barnes & Nobles at, on 3rd Street closed. It's like, oh my God, this is such a great place. Like, why are you closing? Uh, this is unfair. Are we Can we, you know, start a petition or something like that? Like, no, no, no. You know, you know what would have kept that location open? Is if people bought books at that location. That's the problem, all right? It wasn't a library. It's a bookstore. And not enough people bought books, and that's why they closed it. So same with the Choco Taco. Like everyone comes out of the woodwork saying, I love the Choco Taco and it's my favorite and why are they taking away from me? No, if people bought Choco Tacos, they'd still make Choco Tacos. Yeah, I mean, Choco Tacos are great, but like I just always assumed they would be there for me whenever I wanted it. Like I don't think I've had one in like five years, so. But if you're looking for a supplier, like I know a connection if you want some Choco Tacos. So you don't have to go far. We'll, we'll talk after the record. Yeah, after we record. Yeah, we don't want to. I don't want to bl- <laughs> blab my Choco Taco Connect if you're desperate for one. But yeah, but that was my thing with the Choco Taco. It's just like, no, like, you know, if you like it's only in business if you show up for it. All right. It's like if you actually go for pursue it, you know, actually keep them in business. That's how they stay in business. Yeah. But yeah no, that, I can't so disagree. Anyway. I really can't. <laughs> So anyway, ran over. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're upset something's gone. Well, you should have bought more of it. It's like then, you know, they would have kept making it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But shout out to my favorite ice cream, the um, uh, the the UFO, which was the uh, the cookie ice cream sandwich uh, dipped in chocolate. I mean, yeah, that's good. It's it's fine. It's not the only. Yeah. Well, no, it's better. But anyway, the only the closest equivalent I could find just that I could buy locally is the It's It, which I guess they make in San Francisco. It's it's kind of the same, but not really. But also it's good enough. And the best part is they have a mint chocolate chip version that they make. So, all right. Fair enough. It's like, yeah, it's not it's not exactly the same, but hey, it's close enough and they make it in a different flavor. So sure enough, call that a win. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to make do, kids. That's the thing. That's a that's a lesson they don't teach you about growing up. Sometimes it's just like close enough is as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it really is true. Okay. So while I'm done bumming out our entire audience. <laughs> yeah. Give us a, give us the happy news. Tell us about the happy okay. news around L.A. Well, I don't know if it's happy. This seems like a pretty big, pretty big bummer. But um, our news is with a noted overexposed actor, Chris Pratt. Uh, you might remember him from, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and pretty much every upcoming animated film that he's been cast in. How is he fucking Mario? I still don't. I don't get it. Yeah, he's going to be a Mario. He's going to be in Garfield. He's got a show on Amazon for some reason. Uh, it's, How does he it's find time a... to go to that shitty church that nobody likes? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know where he finds the time, but there was a big development recently. Uh, I guess he did an interview with uh, Pop Culture Spotlight with Jessica Shaw. Chris said, Chris Pratt said that no one calls him Chris. I mean, everybody calls him Chris. That's yeah, like and everything it's it's Chris. No, no, hey, we Chris all Pratt. look. We all yeah, we all call him Chris. You know, he's one of the many Chris's that are in pop culture. He's not my Chris, that's for sure. Hashtag not my Chris. Who's your Chris? my Chris? My Chris is Chris Pine. I was gonna say yeah, Pine's a good one. Yeah, Chris Pine's a good one. He's like he seems like a solid dude that I'd be able to hang out with. It's a like, toss up. Like Pine is great, but I mean Evans, come on. Evans. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he's 
like everyone would just focus on Chris Evans. Chris Evans is there, you know, and it's like I'm just just gone because people were just like, you're hanging out with Chris Evans. Oh, my God, he's the best. And they just want to talk to him. And like Chris Pine sounds like a guy where just like, hey, you know, it's like my buddy Rudy here isn't that bad either. All right. It's like he's a good guy. You know, it's like you didn't have to do that. Chris Pine. Like, you know, like he's more humble, like not that Chris Evans isn't humble, but I just feel like, you know, all the spotlight will just pour onto him. And it's just like I, I'd just be gone. Like it's like I thought we were just hanging out, Chris Evans. <laughs> I think it would it would actually be harder to compete with Chris Pine. I don't know. I don't know. Chris Pine but, seems just like I don't know. I feel like if I hang out with Chris Pine, it'd be more kind of just like a relaxed. Like I, I, I wouldn't feel like anyone's comparing us. Like, look, not to say that. He he's not the best out of the two of us hanging out. It's like he clearly is the best, but it it would be less. I don't know. There'd be less tension about just us hanging out. Well, Chris Evans has been my Chris ever since. Not another teen movie. <laughs> and well, you know, he was great in Scott Pilgrim. Let's not. He forget. was. He was good. He was, he was freaking great in Scott Pilgrim. Big there fan. You. But why I, wouldn't you be? <laughs> so good. <laughs> So anyway, so Chris Pratt. Yeah, so what's uh, up with this Chris who's not Chris? He went on to elaborate the story. First, he says, he says, I went golfing with my friend Chad, my pastor, the other day, which already oh. sounds like a fake-ass story. It sounds like a fake-ass story where you're just like, <sighs> I went golfing with my pastor the other day. Like, it, no, that sounds like His a lie that you make up. Chad. Are they doing <laughs> kickflips, too? Okay, okay. Let, yeah, let's back up first. Let's start off with the fact that, like, you're just going golfing with your pastor. That just sounds like a fake story you tell your wife because you were busy, you know, just cheating on her with, like, three different women. It's like, no, babe. I was like, I was I was playing golf with my pastor. I like, yeah. That sounds super fake. That they sounds were putting like a balls and holes. Yeah. I, I, even if it was true, it sounds like a fake story. Uh, yeah, that's such a lie. That's such a lie. Like, no one's golfing with their pastor. And even if you provide a photo, it's still fake. Like, everyone else would like, no, that's a fake photo. It's like, really? Golfing with your pastor? And nothing screams a vow of, po- vow of poverty like golfing with celebrities. I don't know. It just has the same energy of like, oh, I was busy uh, talking to uh, my accountant the other day. It's like, no, nope, that was a fake phone call. No one, no one's calling their accountant. You don't have an accountant. You were talking to your side piece. No. It's like, I went to dinner with my dentist the other night. Nope, no, no, you didn't. Wh- no, why? you didn't. <laughs> it's like, I had a drink with my mail carrier the other evening. It's like, <laughs> no, no, you murdered a hooker. That's what happened. That's what happened. All right. You Maybe we should. Oh, I don't man. know my mailman. Do you know your like, mailman? I was out playing tennis with my gardener. Like, no, 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 you weren't. No, you weren't. That's a lie. Stop lying to me. It's like, what is her name? What is that whore's name? <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> so what's Chris Pratt's not Chris name? That's not Chris. Okay. So he was talking to Chad the past. First off, Let's 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 double back to this. The Chad the pastor. That dude's got a man bun and $200 sunglasses. You are literally doubling down on your fake ass story. We're just like Chad the pastor. No, no. Chad is not the name of a pastor. Chad is the name of a dude who sells you oxycontin. Yes, which is cut with fentanyl. That's that's who Chad is. Hey, it wouldn't be the worst crime a pastor committed. Chad is the name of the guy who steals your sister's jewelry. That's who it is. <laughs> a Chad fucking steals the catalytic converters from all your neighbor's cars. That's who Chad is. I'm trying to think if I've ever met a Chad in real life. <laughs> like, I don't think I have. Yeah, that yeah, that's not a pastor. That's not someone you take life advice from. No one's no one's glad that they spoke to a Chad. No. <laughs> No one's like, my life changed when I spoke to Chad. No, no. You're you it might have changed for the worse. Yeah. Not for the better. Maybe you realize not you for should the turn around and walk the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no Chad. No Chad has ever been good. So anyway, let's let's continue through this, you know, throne of lies that Chris Pratt <laughs> is going through. All right. 
So anyway, so he went golfing with Chad the pastor. Fucking fake ass premise. And he was like, no one calls you Chris? I'm going to call you Chris. All right, Chris, you're up. And I was like, and this is uh, Chris Pratt saying this. And I was like, no, it feels weird. It's not my name. Don't call me Chris. How can it feel weird? Everybody says it. Every, you're the world view. Like every, everything says Chris this and Chris that. I, li- I like how he said, it's not my name, but that's literally his name. That is literally his name. But anyway, he, uh, not so, my anyway, name. He, so yeah, exactly. Shout out to the Ting Tings. <laughs> that's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my. Anyway, so yeah, that's a great song. Anyway, but he told the host that people either call him Pratt or CP. I will allow for Pratt. Because it's literally his last name. Nobody calls him CP. Nobody calls him CP. No. It's Unless CP. he's going to the bathroom, then maybe he's CP. It's- it <laughs> lame lame <laughs> but cp like look i i know there's some initialists that just like roll off the tongue like rj or dj or kj you know just it's funny that it's always a j yeah there's always a j or like maybe it's jr you know like or or jb that's also that's that's also just something but yeah cp it's like those those are letters that don't work well. It's it's like saying it's like oh I call my friend XQ and I'm just like what? <laughs> why? Why? Those letters? Why? What? <laughs> That's so weird. There's a, a YouTube video uh, channel that I do like uh, the unemployed wine guy. I'm gonna totally blank on what his actual name is, but they call him CP3, and like it's kind of like just fun and funny as a joke. But even then, you still need a three. You can't just call him CP. It's CP3. I thought that was like a wrestler or something. I thought it was something for the Clippers, but they were calling him, this guy, CP3. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. CP3. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. CP3 is, um, yeah, the basketball player. I forget. So, yeah, it's just funny because uh, as soon as I read that article, I tweeted it out. And so I tweeted out the article and I wrote, some people will read this article and say, that makes sense. And then turn around and say pronouns are silly. What a country. Forehead slap emoji. So, because yeah, I feel like, yeah, that, that would be accurate. Some people would think like, oh, no, that makes sense. And then someone's like, oh, those aren't the right pronouns. Like, pronouns are dumb. Duh. And so the the thing with, like, the names is that always drives me nuts. I'm like, all right, let's say you, you got a buddy named John. John's like, I don't like John. Call me Ben. You go, okay, Ben. Cool. Not a big deal. You like, you know, it's your friend. You know who it is. You start calling him Ben. They ask to be called Ben. It's a sh- sign of respect for your friend. You call him by the name they want. When if it was Jonathan decided he wanted to be Ashley, cool. Now you're Ashley. Nothing else fucking changes. It's just a sign of respect for your friend. <sighs> so yeah. So it's just just a little reminder, everybody. You know, like yeah. Even though Chris is a little ridiculous, I mean, fair enough. It's like he wants to be called. Pratt? I'll call him Pratt. I'm definitely not saying CP. Fuck that noise. Nah, I'll just call him Star-Lord, but like condescendingly. <laughs> With like air quotes all yeah. the time. It's like, What's up, Star-Lord. Star-Lord? You know who You know who I don't call uh, by their initials, though? Is uh, The Rock. Uh, like, well, like, I don't know if TR? you know this, but... No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but The Rock prefers to be referred to as DJ. Which I, mean, I was I was waiting for you to say he prefers Dwayne. Like, no, no, nobody prefers Dwayne. I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind. I mean, that's his first name. And, you know, but it's like you're the rock, dude. It's like, I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like it, that would be like, you know, calling the Hulk. Um, Whatever the fuck Steve. his name is. Like, what the fuck Steve. Is- Not like Bruce Banner. Not Bruce Banner. I'm just like, if it's the Hulk and you just call the Hulk Steve, it's just like. That's just the wrong name for it. It's like he's the Hulk. It's like it's the Rock. You know, it, you know, just this monolith of a dude. I will never who, be able with to call charisma and just you know effortless, just comfort, just in being himself. And you want me to call him DJ? DJ is nah. like DJ Qualls, like you know, like yeah. a skinny, like a skinny, lanky white dude. Like that's why I call DJ, not the Rock, not Dwayne Johnson. Although there is something ironic about us saying that, like, you know, we should respect pronouns and what people wish. 
But if he wants to be called DJ and he wants to be called CP and like, we're like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let that be an object lesson for you kids. It's like, you know, it cuts both ways. You know, the respecting other people's uh, names and stuff. Okay. So yeah, just like we have to learn to do that, you know, others have to learn to like, just use the proper pronouns. See, that's feel, called growth. I feel that's weirdly comfortable uh, just disrespecting Chris Pratt. <laughs> but The Rock's got some what? good movies. So, yeah, all right. Dwayne, yeah. DJ. Yeah. It's like, La Roca. Uh, like, you know, I'll call him Dwayne. I'm not going to say DJ. I'll call him Dwayne. That's fine. <laughs> if you give me options, like, that's that's fine. All right. Uh, DJ always <laughs> felt, feels weird because it, like, it, it's also a job. And I use job in air quotes, but so it's like, I always feel like there should be more to it. Like he should be DJ the rock. Uh, don't give him any, any ideas. Don't give him any DJ ideas. rock. So anyway, the reason I bring up Dwayne, the reason I bring him up is that he made history recently. I think a few days ago, he posted on Instagram that it was his first time on Sunday, August 1st. Wait, was it August 1st, Sunday? Yeah, no, no, uh, sorry, July 31st. Sunday, July 31st, he ate in and out for the first time. The first time? Yes, I know. A lot of people weren't up in arms because some people said, like, wait a minute, I I heard you mention in and out before. It turns out a few years ago, he uh, drove to in and out to get his daughter's burgers and fries, but he didn't eat them. It's like they wanted it, so he drove them, as a good father does. But it was just kind of suspicious. The internet was very suspicious about the whole idea that, like, oh, yeah, you went there and you didn't get any food. I mean, like, but this is a guy who eats, like, 5,000 calories a day. He does. He didn't Mostly just Mostly chicken, like, I'm burger. guessing. I don't know. But, but yeah, no, his first cheat meal. Uh, he waited was, in line for In-N-Out, and then it was like, nah, I'm good. No, that, that's the thing where I'm thinking about. Just like, uh, well, yeah, he drove there. So, yeah, like, but I was thinking about, like, in and out for, like, his first meal. I don't know. Did he? Go, I don't think he went. Maybe someone suggested it. And he was like, you know what? Let me get in and out for the first time. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that, I mean, I could call him a liar. But, I mean, he's he seems pretty above board on all this. It's like, why would he lie about this? Uh, To get people to like his tweet and well it, well it was an instagram post Whatever. and so far it sits at 1.27 million likes yeah this this <laughs> sounds like a publicity stunt for who everyone knows about in and out and everyone knows who the rock is yeah but who's, he's keeping the conversation who's getting a promotion <laughs> who's being promoted in this they both have equal amounts of notoriety but like everyone's the, heard of in and out and everyone's heard of the rock or, like, excuse me, Dwayne. Why does Coca-Cola make a commercial ever? Uh, I don't know. To show how woke they are. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that was, that was Pepsi. Pepsi. That was Pepsi. Pepsi and... was the one who solved racism. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pepsi and It's been such Kylie a nice Jenner. world ever since then. Kendall Jenner. It was Pepsi and Kendall Jenner. I can never which so. remember Kylie and Kendall. I don't know which one's which. Well, Kendall is the least Kardashian looking of. <laughs> of For now. For now, we'll see. So anyway, the review goes, um, he loves the fries. They're solid. Like, I respect the fries. Like, you just, the trick is that you have to eat them fast. Like, you have to eat the fries first because once they go cold, that's a significant drop off. But when they're fresh and warm. Have you ever had them well done? Uh, not consciously, no. Now, yeah, you can, you can order them well done and they stay crispier. Okay. It doesn't completely eliminate, you know, some of the problems with the In-N-Out fry, but it's it's definitely better if you know get them well done and then you know you, yeah they they stay crispier for longer. But yeah, he loves uh yeah he loves the cheeseburger. I think he got a double double. Well, as you which do, which is always a solid always a solid one. Did he get onions? Um, that's a good question. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing about In-N-Out that always bugs me when they ask you just like, hey, do you want onions? And I'm like, like, I don't know. It just seems like so generic a question. It's like, why ask me that? It's like, are you going to ask me if I want a tomato on it? It's like, are you asking me if I want uh, lettuce on it? 
Well, I think onions are just the most common one that people have removed. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. let me get a double double, no onions. But honestly, like if you want to remove something, that's just on you. We don't really need to waste the person's time. I like it with onions. I like it with onions. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I prefer to order the burger as the creator intended. And by creator, I mean the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone bow your heads. We are a Christian podcast now. (laughs) 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 Now, I mean, if however, however it's normally made, that's usually how I order the burger. I know. That's why we all love father's office (laughs) because you you can't change. No, that's why we love plan check because it's a better burger. Anyway, but but yeah, so he enjoyed it. So The Rock enjoyed In and Out, which I mean, it's not it's, talk about the m- least controversial statement. Yeah, uh, yeah like because in his post, he said the verdict thumbs up. This cheeseburger connoisseur will now add In and Out to the list, which I'm just like, no, no, you can't call yourself a cheeseburger connoisseur. if This is your first time having In and Out. Like, come on. I agree. This is like, <laughs> oh yeah, and he was a wrestler, so he's traveled the country. So I'm sure he's had some good shit elsewhere. But like, he's also yeah. been a movie star for years in yeah. LA. You, yeah, yeah. This is that's like saying it's like, mm, you know, it's like I like this fast. F- I like fast food. But have you ever heard of this McDonald's? It's like yeah. I don't know. I might have to check them out. Like, what? What? Fucking ridiculous. Well, you know what? So, it, I'm glad to hear that he enjoyed his trip to In and Out. Uh, I was really worried there for a second. My life was about to change. I was going to have to do something terrible if I had heard otherwise. But oh I guess God. we could just yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. There's no controversial like he thinks it's bullshit. Divides the country, and <laughs> I think that's the problem with The Rock. He's not a controversial guy. He He's not actively- divisive. He is not divisive. Yeah. He is. He's he's the colored taupe. <laughs> he just like his skin tone. <laughs> no, I'm not even racist. He's just like fine. Not not intentionally. Not, he's just not, not intentionally. offensive in any way. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Well. Yeah. No. That's that's true. But he also uh, like I'm, he seems like a genuinely nice guy. So I don't really want to rag on him too much. Yeah, that's true. It's like he's, yeah, he he doesn't really court controversy that much, but he's genuinely a good person. So, yeah, like, so I don't, but yeah, I know sometimes uh, it could be a little annoying when people try to be conciliatory of just like anything and it seems a little too rehearsed and uh, or it's just like, I'm just here to make sure both sides aren't mad at me. And that's that's when people, when I kind of chafe at it, it's like, look, it's like, if you have to kind of play that angle, it's like, I don't want both sides to be mad at me. It's like, well, now why are you doing this? Are you doing it because you don't want to start trouble or because you don't want to ruin your business opportunities? And one one choice is acceptable. The other one is not. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you're doing it because you don't want to start trouble, I get it. That's fine. But if you're doing it to protect your business interests, now you're being disingenuous. Yeah, absolutely. That's the difference, all right? If you're just trying to be polite because, like, I don't want to rock the boat here. I'm just, you know, I just want to do this and then get out. Fine. I understand. But if it's like, hey, I don't want to fuck up my bag, it's like, well, you're a terrible person. He's that's, got, that's why. He's got enough bags. He's good. But I feel like, yeah, the whole, you know, it's like he's pretty genuine. And, yeah, it's just like this is very uncontroversial, you know, content. It's just like, oh, I tried in and out for the first time. It guess what? I think it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine, whatever. <laughs> I saw a movie with the rock in it. I enjoyed it. So let's let's take a moment and, you know, let's throw out some uh n- well, non controversial opinions. Or at least I don't think so. But uh one of the few things we did uh during the break actually it was like uh, the day after we are uh, recorded was we traveled to uh the ivy station where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they had a little outdoor first friday kind of event it, so was, it was cute like, kind of expected more but it was cute yeah no it was just like a very mild kind of thing to do which you know if you didn't have much to do it was a big outdoor patio where the warner media building is and in the courtyard there they had Two food trucks, a DJ. There was um, 
what was it, L.A. Aleworks, I think? Yeah. Was also there selling beer, and then there were different booths. Oh, excuse me, different booths for, uh, you know, vendors just yeah. selling things. So I was like, some t-shirts, so it was a nice, some doggy treats. Nice chill hang. Yeah, a nice chill hang. Afterwards, we decided to explore all the different places. We went to Margo for drinks or a drink, which was very expensive, but also very delicious. So it was very fucking frustrating <laughs> because part of me is like, this is some bullshit. I take a drink. This is really good. Fuck it was this. a really good uh, drink. Yeah. I think you and yeah, I got I, the same drink. It was it was yes, really good. I, yeah, the drink was called uh, Complimentary Butterflies. That. Sounds close, or or maybe no. It was sympathy. I don't know. It was, it was, it was this pink, not not pink. It was this like purplish purplish drink in a coupe glass, which I thought, ah oh, man, this is really overdone. And then I take a swig, and it's like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. And then you see that it costs twenty two dollars, and I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> but really, the biggest problem is uh, the Margot is a a nice spot to go have dinner but to go pop in for a drink there really wasn't anywhere to just stand and exist so it was i mean we just stood it was it was a lot of standing but but yeah it's a very narrow area and there's a lot of traffic but yeah again margo is more kind of just a place to actually have a sit-down meal with in a beautiful kind of like i don't know it seemed like a rooftop but it felt more like a terrace like you're up on top but we did terrace rooftop if you will uh, but I was glad that uh, we eventually made our way out of there, and instead we went to Canopy Club. Hell yeah. Which is a new rooftop bar, and it was apparently just, it was a soft opening that we managed to get, which uh, made a lot of sense, because it was a really great area, but we were surprised that, why aren't there more people here? Yeah, and there was, like there were a few, it's not like it was totally dead or anything, but it was not slammed, it was not crazy busy yeah this seemed more like a place but people who want to be seen like go there to be seen uh, they have a nice cool pool there it's on top of the new uh trendy uh, hotel that's there i'm trying to remember what the name was yeah that's why i was just racking my brain about um because it's like it's right by the ivy station the new hotel you go to the top floor it's right there the shea there we go the okay, shea. So, yes the shea yeah so yeah, so Canopy Club is the rooftop bar by a pool on top of the Shea in Culver City. Damn, if it doesn't look very appealing. Uh, the drinks were pretty good. We shared a kind of just like a little basket of fries. And so it was just a nice little peek at what will eventually be just a very busy hangout where you probably have to get reservations ahead of time in order to find a good seat. Yeah, we but, really managed to get in there like right after like a soft open, which was like a week before we got there. But just before an article came out about how it's going to be the next new spot. Yes. Uh, Eater did a nice write up of Canopy Club, uh, probably the, the week after we attended. And now I'm pretty sure it's going to be full of people and just we're not going to be able to get in because there's going to be a line and fuck probably. that noise. But it's funny because we just like stumbled into it. Like we weren't. We didn't know anything about it. No insight. We just like, oh, this is nearby. I think we, yeah, I think it was briefly just like a Yelp page yeah. that was very incomplete. Very incomplete. Yes. Very so incomplete. we just decided to check it out. And sure enough, like, yeah, that's why it was like the soft opening. It wasn't very crowded. It was very well done. It was comfortable. I enjoyed it. But honestly, the appeal of. I don't know. They, they appeal to this bar. Like, I wouldn't want to be at a rooftop bar, like, in an afternoon. I don't know. I'd feel like there'd just be, especially not with this weather, I feel like I'd be just sweating on top of just drinking more alcohol. So, I don't know. Like True. I, True. I like the concept of rooftop bars, but the sun has to be down for me to in, truly enjoy them. Yeah, and we were up there, like, as the sun was already going down. Yeah, yeah, um, it was, yeah. It was already dark, and it was kind of just like not cloudy, but maybe yeah, like some overcast. Overcast, yes, yes. Uh, and but the the canopy did have a, like a nice section of it that was just covered. Yeah, it was indoor with like a big open like just like one open wall that led yeah, out to the pool I, yeah. area. 
Yeah, so basically, yeah, just like big bay windows that kind of fold it out so you can kind of... Yeah. It's outside, but it's just like one side. But yeah, no, I that that's my thing with rooftop bars. It has to be cool, temperature-wise, not the atmosphere. <laughs> It'll be cool when we show up. Yeah, okay, reel it back. <laughs> <laughs> but also the thing that bugged me was uh, the whole the pool that's like at Canopy Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's mostly for the hotel guests. Cause, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't just rock up to a rooftop bar with old bag and then just like, you know, you're going to s- switch to your uh, your shorts or your, you know, one piece or bikini or whatever and then take a dive in the pool. Like, it's not intended, but it definitely felt like that's something you could do if you wanted. Yeah. Some yeah, bold like move, the- but... Yeah. Yeah, they do have a cabana there. They do have a changing room and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you are so inclined. But, yeah, my thing with rooftop bars, like, I only want to go with them when I can be there comfortably, like, the nice breeze. I don't want to stand up there and bake in the sun. Yeah, there's something about being on the rooftop. I mean, yeah, you're a little bit higher up, but you just feel so much more exposed to the sun. Yeah. And I know some people are kind of just thinking, well, like that's kind of the end, the opposite of why you're there. Like you're there in California because it's nice and sunny. Yeah, but it's been fucking muggy these last few days. I'm just I feel like I've been sweating just trying to get a good night's sleep and just not being able to. Yeah, I have to have my fan going all night long. Yeah, it just seems I feel like I have to shower before like like I literally have to shower right before I get into bed. Yeah. Like, that's the only way I can, like, not be drenched in sweat the next day. I mean, but I do love rooftop bars, mostly because they're great when it's, like, you know, I like them in, like, around the fall when it's starting to get cooler, but it's not winter yet, so it's just like, oh, it's great. And then just, like, when you see the sunset and it looks super cool and you're just like, yeah, man, this is why you're here. Yeah, the key is you need, like, something to look at. You need... Either like that sunset view, the ocean view, or like a view of downtown, or you, know, you really need something to be able to look at. Downtown Culver, you can go to the rooftop uh, of the Citizen Market and go have a drink over there. But all you can really see is just like other rooftops. It's, I will say, Canopy Club, you get a good view of Margot from there. Yeah, you do, actually. It's like, yeah, it's it looks fucking cool. And you kind of just see kind of just the, the street uh, like around, around Ivy Station. And you get to see Culver City and the hills. It's pretty nice. But one of my favorite rooftop bars is uh, EP and LP in oh, West Hollywood. Oh, that was Hollywood. a good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like right, like right at the edge of West Hollywood. Uh, it's, you know, there's ample room. It gets a nice breeze. It's, uh, they have a great, you know, uh, cocktail menu there. I don't know. Part of me is like, I want to go back, but also I, it's one of those places where you have to, you have to time the entrance just right. Otherwise you're going to deal with a whole line of people and you just have to stand out there. But if you go there early enough and just basically drink all night, then you're fine. Which I don't advise unless you have a ride yeah, or an Uber. Drink responsibly. Be, drink responsibly. Have a DD. Or maybe if uh, if they pass that new legislation legislation where, you know, West Hollywood could kind of extend uh, drinking hours to 4 a.m., then just keep drinking and, to, and then maybe walk over to, like, Norm's and then have breakfast. And then it'll be 7 o'clock and then, I don't know, pass <laughs> Get out. Get ready and go to work. <laughs> Get ready to go to exactly. That's how we do it. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a couple of good rooftop bars. Uh, that, there's uh, uh, Perch was really good. Perch is a good one in downtown LA. There's uh, let's see, I'm looking at this uh, article from the Infatuation, which is playfully called the least awful rooftop bars in LA. You absolutely have to be on a rooftop in Los Angeles. Make it one of these. And on the list is EP and LP. Uh, They also mentioned Desert Five Spot in Hollywood. I don't even heard of that spot. Grandmaster Recorders, which is in Hollywood. LA Cha 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 at the Arts District. Umbrella Swim Club in Beverly Hills. EP and LP, of course, classic. Mama Shelter in Hollywood. Their Instagram is pretty well done. Like they, they, they really are promoting the hell out of their place. 
uh, Margot, which, yeah, again, it's like, a, it's... For a restaurant, not for it's a It's more drink. restaurant. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you're going to get a table to drink. It's like, whereas EP and LP is kind of just like more of a bar. I mean, they do have tables there, but it's it's more of a bar. Like, the bar is the center stage. Yeah, it's more conducive to being able to walk around and mingle if you wanted to. Yeah, high rooftop bar at Hotel Irwin in Venice. Oh, and then uh, what was it? They mentioned uh, Culver City here. Bar Bohemian in Culver City, bar which is yeah, uh, it's near the Beverly Hilton. I need to look hmm. this one up. That's not Culver City. Wait, is this correct? Uh, no, no, no that's oh, okay. the one. That, that's the one I was mentioning. That's the one on top of the Citizen Market. Uh, and again, it just doesn't really have a view of anything except the rooftops of other buildings. But other than that, like it's actually really nice on the inside. I mean, you've been there, but it's uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a nice casual date spot where it's like just nice enough. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Maybe if the weather kind of calms down a little bit, it still seems a little too sweaty. Cause that's the thing. It's like I like look. I love drinking out in a nice sunny day, but you know, sometimes when you drink, you start sweating. And if it's muggy, then it's just bad. It's just bad news. That's like a recipe to put me to sleep. Muggy, warm weather and just alcoholic. You know what, guys? I'm just going to take a nap. Oh, that would be funny to see. <laughs> like that guy's passed out at the bar. How many did he have? Like one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. We were just like, yeah, it was just hot. And then he's just like, I'm going to just curl up and then just go to the club. <laughs> well, I just want to wrap this up by uh, pointing out this great Reddit thread that uh, I saw where uh, it, it got picked up by a lot of uh, news stories and also Eater. Eater picked up, picked up the thread. And yeah, uh, on Reddit, on the Los Angeles subreddit, it was uh, looking for Poor quality yet expensive restaurants to recommend to your enemies. That's such so, a good question. So such yeah, in the one. city of angels, like there's so many places to eat, so many places to go that, you know, inevitably you're going to have places that you don't really want to go to that don't live up to all the hype that aren't really worth your time. And this genius had the idea of asking for recommendations to these very big letdown overrated places that they could recommend to people you hate and fucking a fucking a this sounds like a great list so let's see um one of the new places one of the places they mentioned is Encanto in Los Feliz uh I guess one of the posters said uh comically overpriced when I went about a month ago $85 a person for taco, rice, and beans that could only pass muster in Nebraska. <gasps> which, goddamn, that is the that is one of the sickest burns ever. What is that? Like a hard <laughs> shell with some black olives in there? <laughs> yeah, that would be like, yeah, they're like, oh, we said black beans? Like, someone put olives in this. <laughs> like, eh, close enough. The margaritas were decent, but not good enough to make up for how terrible everything else was. From the outside, looks like your typical bougie date spot. Inside felt like a bunch of teenagers trying to convince you that you are, in fact, in a real restaurant. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, no, they, the knives were out for fucking these places. Uh, let's see. Pick mine. Barton. Hand, Barton G. Hands down the most expensive, gimmicky, mediocre food place I've never been. I've never heard of that spot. Yeah. Uh, Decadence at the Intercontinental Hotel. Yeah, you're 79 stories high and get beautiful views, but holy hell, the food was overpriced and terrible. Why do they think a view makes up for bad food? I never go to these penthouse rotating restaurants or even if they don't rotate, courting disappointment. It's like, yeah, I feel like anyone that's just like up there. Yeah, whenever you're just like, look at this amazing view. It's like, mm, you know, the... Yeah, the place is suspicious. It's like it lets you get away with a lot of bullshit. That's ridiculous. Uh, I got one to add to the list. Uh, Tiado. Tiado. It's in uh, Santa Monica. It's pretty close to my work. And it's not like these one of these crazy expensive. It's not like a $100 meal. But it's still way overpriced for what it is. Like a poke bowl is going to be like $25. And they are not good. And they take forever. 
but the location is beautiful. Yeah, no, that's usually yeah, that's usually the uh, the advantage. It's like, oh my god, it looks so amazing. That's why uh, a lot of Instagram posts should always be treated with a grain of salt. Absolutely. Whenever they emphasize how cool the place looks instead of how good the food is, you should be suspicious. Like, yeah, you know, do not trust your eyes; they can deceive you. Oh Jesus! I, I was scrolling through that list. Uh, I got to. If you send them to the Abbey, they'll get drugged. Oh, that's... <laughs> well, that's a completely different thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's For a the completely most part, different the Abbey situation. is fine, but they, they did have a problem not that long ago. And, of course, usually it's straight guys that ruin everything. Yeah, in that one, it was like whoever... It was the bartender that was fucking things up, but Abbey's basically a straight bar now. Well... It's a very well, mix. Well, it's a very comfortable mix. Oh, somebody said the Margo. Oh, Wait, I they said Margo in Santa Monica. Oh, I know. Somebody said, I think it's technically Culver. You can't fuck those up. How are you fucking those up? Yeah, Culver City and Santa Monica are two different places. Wildly different. <laughs> One of the oh, best comments. Up. I'm embarrassed at how many of these, how many of the restaurants I've been to in this thread and didn't hate. <laughs> That's because that person is just gullible and they don't know good food. But this asshole just wrote Trejo's Tacos. Oh, wow. All right. He's just mad about the price. So basically it's you. (laughs) No, because I'll still respect that Trejo's got good tacos. He's got good food. It's just I don't need to go there often because it is pricey. But I won't say it's bad. I mean, they were really delicious. Yeah, I don't know. I it just like when when I heard like I don't want to go to Treo's Tacos because of the price. It's just like, yep, that sounds like something Tyler would say. I mean, that's that's a reason I wouldn't want to go. But I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm not gonna say like, oh, it's a, it's overrated or some shit. Like this guy's like two burritos, one guac and chip, two horchatas, fifty dollars. Okay, uh, one of them, of course, uh, Yamashiro in Hollywood. Oh my God, talk about like. You know the the example of amazing views and the and the food being not that great. True, true. Uh, I know they recently had a new uh, you know a new consortium take over, so basically the food is different. So I don't know. I don't know what to trust on the comments because, you know, I don't know if they're talking about Yamashiro before or Yamashiro now. But, however, one of these comments is pretty funny. Just went this weekend and couldn't agree more. I've had better sushi at Sushi Go Round spots, which (laughs) (laughs) that's just great. That's what I'm going to call it now. Like, not conveyor belt sushi. Sushi Sushi Go Round. Go Round. So, shout out to Kura. (laughs) Shout out to Kura Sushi. Ooh. Oh. EP and LP were mentioned here. Oh, my God. So I guess it might be LP that they're talking about because I know LP is the restaurant and EP. Wait, I don't know. I could be mixing them. One of them is the restaurant. The other one is the rooftop bar. So I forget which one's which. I want to say EP is the bar or L and LP is the restaurant. So I just anyway. assume they're all connected. But yeah, on that comment, the guy always says uh, that they were really good before their chef left in 2019. So maybe it just went down. Wait, is this EP or, or Yamashiro? Uh, EPLP. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's true. Sometimes like uh, a chef will leave, and then it's just not the same, or they change their menu, or they change their drink, their drink program, and it's just not the same. Or maybe just uh, yeah, you get the wrong bartender, and then you get like the drinks aren't as good. Let's see. They also mentioned Egg Slut at Grand Central Market. Uh, tell your enemy to go on Saturday or Sunday morning. They'll wait in line for over an hour to eat an overly oily, mediocre, overpriced egg sandwich. They could probably make it home for a fraction of the price. My experience yeah. is from before the pandemic. I'm not sure what it's like now. I uh, guess um, here's a quick tip. I don't like giving out like all my little secrets, but for this one, it's like, that's fine. Uh, Egg Slut has multiple locations. You don't have to go to the one at Grand Central Market. In fact, for a long time, whenever I craved uh, going to Egg Slut, I would go to the uh, the location at the Beverly Center. Oh, uh, yeah, here's a good Sunday mornings. Freaking easy to just stroll right in. Nice. I would have like gone to the one in Venice, but okay. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Like Venice. No. Still gets Venice. Yeah, Venice gets a line, and mostly because, you know, the more walkable a neighborhood is, it's like, yeah, the, the harder a time we're going to have. So that's why I never go to like, oh, there's something at Venice. No, there's always going to be a line. 
It's going to be a line I never go. Just like it's uh, Venice is very hostile to anyone who has to drive to get there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless you have a plan and you are committed to going to wherever you're going in Venice, don't go to Venice. All right, you can't just casually just go in there. It's like no, you're the the locals know like have a rhythm there, and it'll just be crowded or 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 whatever. So basically, you have to go there unless you know you have a plan to go there. It's like I have reservations. I am going there. That's the only time you should go there. So yeah, so that's why I recommend Egg Slut at uh, Beverly Center. It's like that's weekends if you get the weekends you get there early. Just a breeze. It's a breeze. Anytime after nine, it's like eh, it gets a little dicey, and then as the day progresses, it depends. So yeah. All right. So I just sorted this by uh, controversial, and <laughs> I got two of these for you. Okay. Here we go. Tito's Tacos. You'll oh, be guaranteed wow. diarrhea. What? Okay. No. No. That's that's just slander. Just slander. See, now, I'll say I think Tito's is a little overrated, but I've never had diarrhea from there. But that reminds me of, like, just when everybody was railing on uh, Chipotle, like it was going to fuck up your asshole. Like, what is wrong with your asshole that you can't handle Chipotle? It's fine. (laughs) It's a rice bowl. What's the problem here? So, yeah, I don't know what's up with these uh, weak stomach individuals who can't handle Tito's, but that (laughs) that made the list. And then this one... uh, Anything on the Eater LA list, they will be pretending to enjoy themselves while inwardly questioning what the hype is about and whether they will be able to pay the rent. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah, that's just no wonder it's controversial because these people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's just a lot of slander. But I did find two more that are actually pretty good. Catch. It's not exactly poor quality, but it's wildly overrated and overpriced. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, there was a follow up, uh, response. It was like, I went for a work dinner, spent $200 on dinner, and left starving. Yeah, yeah. Catch, Catch is one of the places you go to be seen, not to actually eat. You don't go to Catch to, uh, get a good meal. You go there because I want to see all the celebrities or I want to be seen going there. You know, it's not a place to eat. It's it's just fucking shiny and overrated. Another one is uh, the Ivy. Uh, I got invited to go there once. I've never had such a bland tornado of flavors. Oh, my God. Damn. Which I was like, damn, that's such a great turn of phrase. And also the perfect description for Baja Fresh. (laughs) It's like if you like honestly to call that Mexican food is a hate crime. That is a hate crime. <laughs> Bland is not a flavor, people. Yeah. It's like, how dare you? Like, I've had some good food at, at Baja, but it's, it's not Mexican and it needs salsa. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so anyway. So that's. Uh, oh, they, uh, there was also another follow up here. That place uh, again, talking about uh, the Ivy. That place sucks. Also, Boa Steakhouse. Speaking of celebrity, yeah, Boa Steakhouse is kind of just like the the whole ritzy, you know, steakhouse experience. There are a lot of entries on this list. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Javier's in Century City. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven by a few times. I never went there. I've never been there. I think I always see it, and it just seems like. Just with the font on Javier, it just seems like this is just cultural appropriation. Oh shit! I feel like the, uh, font on that one. Yeah, so I see, like, yeah, I drive by and I saw the name Javier and I saw the font and I was like, oh, what white nonsense is this? <laughs> like, I'm expected to be like Comic Sans. Yeah. <laughs> uh... no, it's like overly flared. Like, it just seems like, 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 please ignore that. All our board of directors are white dudes. <laughs> just like <laughs> it almost looks more like Mediterranean. Yeah. In the font. Yeah, but it just seems like That's you weird. know, like any restaurant at Universal Studios. Fair. I mean, what the fuck do you expect from Universal? It's a theme park. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, it's true. It's it's uh I mean, if you're going there, yeah, if you're going there expecting like a good meal, I mean now now to be fair. They they have upped their game. I know that uh, the new uh, the new uh, Mexican food place. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Like it was uh, like that Antajitos. 
Yeah, the, the wait, yeah, it's the one that opened like right before the pandemic hit. Yeah, that was uh, Antahitos. Yeah, and uh, it was yeah, it was good. Um, good margaritas. Good margaritas. Um, let's see. Yeah, there was a mention of Father's Office. Not insane proce- prices, but thoroughly underwhelming. Which I don't know. Maybe it's someone who was upset about the whole you can't put. Oh, here we go. See, um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew someone was going to make a whole point about the ketchup thing. I feel like that was the only reason why Father's Office made this list. Uh, and sure enough, one of the replies is tell them to get the burger and fries and get their ketchup. And someone replied, ha ha ha. Yes, I hate how they don't carry ketchup. And then someone followed up. It is such a pretentious asshole move. I like ketchup on my fries. Most people seem to give the customers what they want. Their burger is decent, but I won't eat there because of the ketchup nonsense. Oh, my God. You know what? We don't need them. We don't need them cluttering up their place with their bad taste. Oh, man. I just like, yeah, no ketchup to be found wherever I go. It's like, oh, come on. Calm down. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, Umami Burger broke my heart when they turned shitty. I mean, did they? I don't remember them turning shitty, but I don't. Remember the last time I went to Umami? I rem- Yeah, I remember Umami Burger, and I was thinking, oh, man, this is so good. And now I think back, it's like, man, I just got scammed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucked up, though, is like we're reading about all of these terrible places. Part of me is like, I kind of want to go to these places just to kind of confirm. Oh, uh, no, no. I do not want to go to Catch or or the Ivy. No, like, trust me. You, you see the prices, you're just going to walk out the door as soon as you see the prices. Yeah, I probably will. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to have the stomach to indulge the ironic kind of like, let me try them. Yeah, no, I'm good. At least in Umami's case, they were bought out. By a group that prioritized growth and expansion, their ingredient quality suffered. They were clearly cutting costs to increase profitability. Okay, that does make sense. I understand that. That usually happens to a lot of restaurants. They're just like, ah, like this is catchy. Let's make a ton of them and make a lot of money. And then just like, don't give a shit about what made it special. It's a very common story. I'm seeing it with Dave's Hot Chicken now, too. Dave's Hot Chicken is an egregious example of this. Shocking how bad it is now that they're all over the Southland. I just don't understand that strategy. Let's roll the shittiest version of our product into new markets and profit. I mean, it's not shitty, so, but like it is a little pricey for what it is. It's fine. Calvert's not going to like this. Father's Office was the casual drinky spot with the okay but overhyped burger. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's why you go to Plan Check. That's why you go to Plan Check. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go to battle, but I'll, I'll take a moment to defend the Father's Office burger. It's a good burger. It really is. Castaway Restaurant in Burbank. Seriously great city views, but the food sucks, yet cool scenic view. Ignore the four stars. Can't be right unless they hired new chefs. Honestly, yeah, we we can keep going with this, but I think we're just going to end. Yeah, at some point, I was just reading other people's comments. That's good content. But yeah, after a while, just like, yeah, you know, like people can follow this up. And uh, how about this? If you have your suggestions of terrible places to recommend to people you do not like, let us know. Drop us a line. You can hit us up at our socials at to live and try and lay podcast on Instagram or at to live and tripod on Twitter. And if you just want to send us an old fashioned email to live and try and lay podcast at gmail.com and send us like the real recommendations. Like what are the, the, the hidden gems? Stay on topic. Stay on, like, look, there's plenty of episodes we're going to get where people, where we're going to ask people to send us the good stuff. This is the one we want to send us the bad stuff, the overrated stuff, the overhyped stuff, whatever you send us, just clarify which one it is. <laughs> like I'm trying to think right now. It's like, what's a very shitty place that I would want to, I would recommend to someone I don't like. I'm trying to think if I can come up with it in the last few seconds. If not, I can just cut out all this part. (laughs) That's the good part about being the editor. I can decide like, yeah, no, I can cut it out right here. So let's see what, what place that's like terrible and bland or not good. Uh, Like maybe it's a sushi place. Yeah. But like even the bad sushi I've had, it's just like, it's been the cheap sushi. So it's fine. It's like, yeah, as long as I've spent the least amount of money for this terrible sushi, that's fine. Like, is Sushi Stop amazing? No, but it's super cheap, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, there was was that sushi place that our friend took us on Santa Monica Boulevard in the little strip mall, like just north of a uh, hotel. 
Oh, oh wait, new yeah, New Japan. Yeah, New Japan. Yeah, yeah there, which is now technically a sushi stop. Yeah, no, yeah, but before it was sushi stop. I had it. It was not good. It was not good. I didn't want to say anything to my friend. It was really, it was bad. It was bad. It was the first time sushi gave me acid reflux. Ooh, shit. How does that happen? Have you ever been to a Ugly Roll? No, I don't think so. So uh, You should check that one out. It's another like cheap sushi spot. I like Sushi Stop better, but... It's another option to check out. Any any terrible recommendations? You oh, have? my recommendation any? is Tiatos. T i a t o. Tiatos. Where the hell is Tiatos? It's in the middle of Santa Monica, over by the uh, the Water Gardens. It is like a beautiful location. Like it's really nice patio area, but the food is bland, overpriced, and the service takes forever. That's the trifecta. It of really terrible is. Places. My parents came down to visit. They were looking for food recommendations. Like. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only thing, the only place I have so much contempt for is once again, uh, Baja Fresh. It's like this is fresh. It's like where's yeah, the flavor? Not really where all fresh. It? But I mean, that's just. I mean, you can find them anywhere. So very convenient for all your enemies <laughs> yeah you're better off just hitting chipotle uh yeah honestly honestly like chipotle far and away much better than baja fresh like they're literally fresh like yeah. chipotle actually has fresh ingredients yeah you watch them cook the chicken right there this segment brought to you not by chipotle they do not sponsor us so again we need sponsors anyway yeah, uh, this should be our like our goal get a sponsor all right well we're wrapping it up and uh, anything else you want to add, Tyler, before we go? Nah, I'm good. Starting to think about my Halloween costume. More fodder for the podcast. <laughs> enjoy the episode and enjoy the sunset. So long, farewell, stay safe, have a nice day. Bye.